This program was first broadcast on Canterbury's access media station, Plains FM, and was made with the assistance of New Zealand On Air. And good afternoon and welcome to Expanding Horizons on Plains FM 96.9. We're super glad that you've joined us once more. My name's Stu and sitting to my right is, so you can visualise that, is Colin. People are at home closing their eyes now trying to see what that looks like. How you going, Stu? I'm very well. Good to see you. Good to see you. It's nice to see you too. I'm I'm all about the pleasantries, mate. Yeah, we're all warm fuzzies in the studio today. that's right. And how's your morning been? Oh, pretty quiet, really. I've just been watching a Monty Python documentary. Oh, yeah, which is nice. pretty good. That's on Netflix. Oh, okay. Mm. So check that Watch out. out for that if you're like, if you're a Python yeah, it's a, fan. It's a good one. There's some new stuff in there and some old stuff. And Fine circus. Yeah, it kind of reminds me of uh, you know when I first discovered them back in the '80s and why I liked them. And yeah, I can tune in and out of Monty Python, but they're pretty cutting edge. Yeah, they were you know, right. inspired a lot of people. I think they upset a lot of people as well there in the 70s, <laughs> late 70s and 80s, didn't yeah, that's they? that's right. Absolutely right. No, that's all right. Mm. Now, last week's show, we had Greta O'Leary on the phone. We did. All the way from Raglan, didn't yeah, we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, she was still suffering from a bit of a sore throat. But anyway, so if you want to um, listen to that show, you can go to planesfm.org.nz, look up Expanding Horizons, and there will be our interview with Greta and... A variety of other shows mm. that we've done in the past that yep. you can tune in for. And recently we've had a real run on artists being in studio. No, we, we have, haven't we? Mm. And one of them you just played in the sweeper, right? Yeah, yeah. That's right, Anthea. Anthea De Milo. Mm. And um, playing on that Anthea De Milo track was our guest today, <laughs> if I am not incorrect. So, Adam, it's, a, it's no good nodding at me. You need to speak. Oh, yeah, get close to this thing. Hello. People might be trying to visualise <laughs> Stu and I, but they're not visualising you. So, um, welcome, Adam. Thanks for having me. And us. Sam and Tom. Mm. Tom, Tom's got, I'm not saying anything. So. <laughs> <laughs> but welcome to the studio. Thanks for giving up your Saturday afternoon to come on in and uh, you know, armed with some I'm musical instruments. Yeah. And I think I made a little mention of this last week at the end of our show, Cole, but... 
back in January, I was actually playing tennis with Adam. He's such a name dropper this boy, isn't he? <laughs> eh? And he was like, oh, can, can I come back on the show? I was like, yeah, 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 I'll message you. And that was in January, it's now September. Yeah. So yeah. it's tennis times again now. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's, that's right. There again. <laughs> that's right. With Uncle Mike. Yeah, with Uncle Mike. There's his shout-out right Yeah, there, yeah, yeah. I said I'd give him a shout-out. First of many. I'll remind him, too, <laughs> that, I, that I beat him at squash on Wednesday. So. Ah, see. Yeah. Stu is the racket-wielding <laughs> athlete of the two of us, I'm telling you. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, which, which is fun. Son's a big squash man. Yeah. Oh, is that right? He's really good. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah, you, know, yeah. You, you, you got Stu on the back foot there, <laughs> on the back foot. It's yeah, always it a good place to get Stu, I tell yeah. you. So um, at that time, Adam, you were about to go on a, a little bit of a tour, I think, and then you got Omicron. That's right. Mm. We um, Yeah, we'd, we'd had a really lucky run the whole last two years through that pandemic, and um, that was the that was like the first cancellation we had to, to make, so... Not too bad. Yeah. But um yeah, that's right. And so and now we've got all these other things happening. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you're quite prolific actually. Very much so. All these gigs. Qual- uh, quantity over quality. <laughs> <laughs> that's what the customers want to know, right? I w- I've heard with the people who've spoken and I'm giving them what they want. Yeah. And what they want is reggae. <laughs> is that what they want, is it? They want more and more reggae. Not good reggae, this is New Zealand after all. But no. so that's what we're doing. Just loads of reggae, maybe a bit Ooh. of wagon wheel in there. Yeah, wagon wheel, wonder wheel. Wonder wheel. <laughs> yeah, right. So, anyway. Uh, w- we haven't actually planned what we're going to do with these guys. <laughs> no, no, they've got, they've got guitars, so I'm guessing they've got some things in their mind. Mm. Oh, I think we'll... You'd be guessing wrong. <laughs> but we've got I think just carry them around with them anyway, right? Uh, we're going to talk about the uh, track that dropped a couple of days ago. Oh, cool. We'll talk about yeah. that. That'll be the first the magician, five minutes of right? the show. Yep, yep. We can play that if you want to. Oh, yeah. we're going to play that on, on the air? Well, if you want to. I don't know. Whatever you want. We'll do whatever you want. I've, no. got, I've got a copy of it, but we can play it. You maybe can... I th- maybe if, if you were going to play a song, maybe you should play that one because it's better. It'd be actually quite boring if we played it this way. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll, we'll do that then. We'll do that then, then we'll come back with the interview. We'll figure out what we might play for you. And you can talk about the production of this. Yeah. Like. yeah. So when did this drop? Now, this one, so this came out, what, th- Thursday? No, Friday. Hmm. What's the day? Saturday. Saturday. And it came out yesterday, I believe. Yes, yes, that's right. So it's and very fresh. It's all yep. blurring, isn't it? <laughs> I know. Well, we put out like a single every second week, so it's actually really hard to keep up. This is, um, yeah, this is actually the, if this is of any interest to anyone, because I'm already putting myself to sleep saying it, but this is probably the longest duration between writing a song and putting a song. I think I wrote it three and a half years ago. But we recorded it for an album like two years ago. It didn't work because we made it really slow and boring. And then we we're like, oh, let's double down and make it upbeat and kind of disco and really pumping you know mm. so um yeah we went in for this album um at a studio called loho in town and we just wanted to build music based on all sorts of different grooves and interesting uh, you know rhythms and quite just try to make it as much of a party as possible so and thomas who i th- thought was going to be here but who knows where he is um <laughs> he's yeah he's like a little woodland elf or something he, produ- <laughs> he basically produced the music cool well let's do it then so this is the magician from adam hadaway and the haunters Thank you. 
Horizons on Plains FM 96.9. Oh, it's a chaotic, chaotic off-air show going on already. People pointing at different things. Yeah, people knowing people, oh, yeah. related to people. <laughs> Don't even know what their own yeah. members of their whanau are doing. It's, it's crazy. Quite, it's a, almost a little bit incestuous. In here. Yeah, almost, almost. almost. So that was The Magician, anyway, from Adam Hathaway and The Haunters. It's had a great vibe to it. Yeah, it's it? great. Get your toe tapping, get your dancing. Yeah, is, I think you. I saw a little... So is that the there was a little clip I think on Facebook. Oh yes. Is that the video for it? Well, or, no, no, we we, um, we couldn't get do the video. Hmm. Um, 
because no one no one will give me money to do videos so we've we're finally given up i hate making them i right. hate uh looking at them so that's just done but then my girlfriend manager gina she was like actually you need to put some video content right. out there so we just did the most budget ridiculous stupid thing and i was i was dressed as uh the great um incesto the, the magician <laughs> and just did a little just did a little yeah i like a little that. bit of something for you i liked it though it's in black and white it's you got a top hat or something on. yeah playing it's the tambourine weird. you should have wore your wrestling mask just like <laughs> tom on his shirt <laughs> is that is that your alter ego it is, yeah. <laughs> is your alter ego and the great lester yeah the wrestling the wrestling lester yeah. From so Mexico. We'll in yep. Is it? Normally on the weekends, if I'm not up in Christchurch, we're down wrestling. Yeah. <laughs> down wrestling, yeah. yeah right. That's what goes on in the studio. Yeah. It is. Should we do this officially and get on the platform, call? Let's it? Do I know it. we've already kind of started. Hey, yeah, hey, yeah, friends and Romans, countrymen. Hey, yeah, hey, yeah, punks and skins and journeymen. Hey, yeah, hey, yeah, my sisters and my brother and the time. Right. I don't know what we're going to start with. I'm going to, I'm going to ask Adam. I was just going to say, you were talking about not doing videos, and then when we had Anthea on the other day, I was watching her video. So you had to oh, cross the your, sausage one. The sausage one. You had to cross your legs watching that one. I was like, have you seen it? No, he doesn't Is that know. mama got it bad? Yeah. Oh, um, man, I don't recall the sausage. Have you seen the video? That's where she's oh. chopping everything up in the kitchen. Oh, oh. actually, I did. I, I was like making that. the eyes board up. Just like, yeah. yeah, she was so good. It, it was great, right? Yeah, <laughs> that's right. And, and um, so you played on that, right? Yep. In, amongst other things, yep. I'm guessing. Tom here uh, engineered, and yep. it's a great sound, right? Yeah, it's, it's awesome. I yeah. Mean, with these guys, there's the backing. You can't go wrong. I mean, yeah. 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 I was just, I was going to say, you would have had to, because it was like I said to Anthony, it was like dirty, greasy sounding, you know. And um, <laughs> I you think did, you just said the wrong thing, Cole. What? That's all right. Oh. <laughs> greasy. No, no, it was pretty greasy. Yeah. Was it? Uh, no, I'm, I'm glad that comes across. We had well, we yeah. had Michael Grimes on the bass, and he's uh, a grimy, greasy no. fuzzball, and he just played. He played bass on the track we just listened to before. He played right, bass right. on our record we did, and so he and Elmore and I were the band for Anthea, and we sort of produced it. Right. So since um, you've last been on, Adam, you've released. Was it a double? You've released in that time. Oh yeah, we would have. Released that since then, yeah. Rooster. 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 Well, we also recorded that down in Kurau, and um, that yes, yeah, so it's twenty-two songs. We just started and couldn't stop. It's a little bit lo-fi. It's a little bit country, and what? And that was the first. The only is that the only album that was ever done on the four track? On the four track, yeah, yeah. Right. Done so, on the four track tape. Yeah. And what made you? What made you choose that? Almore. <laughs> right. He said that um, he's you know. Um, the, the guy, the, my kind of like buddy who I write music with in, in, the, in our band and he um he he was like we've got to do it on tape because they actually have tape machines there but um yeah but the 16 track wasn't working at the time so we were like oh let's do it at 4 track you know like like um the Beatles or something no. <laughs> so that's what went through our minds but in, in the end it was like was it very difficult to reuse that for to deal with that thing Tom? it made my life very easy because there was only 4 tracks so <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I was just going to ask you: Is it um, is it a whole different process musically? You know, to to get them to record on a four track. Um, so different. Yeah, so different because is it's it? less. Uh, it's harder to because you got to play live, and so you put like drums, bass, and rhythm guitar on one track, so you can't mess anything up. 
and you got to mix. So you're basically mixing as you go. As you go, yeah. Right. So it was quite stressful at the start. Oh, okay. And then once you've got your levels, you're okay. But yeah, you know, you got three instruments on one track, so you've got to get it right at the time. There's no going back. And so you've got to be pretty tight yeah. when you go in the studio, I'm yeah. guessing. Yeah. You know, unlike, you know, some bands might go in and they've got a kind of an idea and then they kind of hatch it out mm -hmm. as they kind of go. Yeah, you've I think got these guys did that too. But no, yeah. somehow did it all in time. <laughs> <laughs> That's just years of experience, yeah, right? Exactly. Just knowing each other. So, you, I mean, not many, not many artists bring out a double album, right? No, I'm guessing. You know, I, not nowadays. No, no, not really, not really. In fact, everything's as um, short and um, you know brief as possible. Usually, things people don't have attention spans. But the thing is, like, people hardly have an attention span to listen to one song. So, and everyone was like, "Don't put out a double album. You should." People only have, you know, want to have the attention span. But it's like they don't have an attention span for a single album anyway. And if I want to do a double album, may as well. <laughs> well I, was, I was just going to say, you know, people bring out a single and you got a B side. People are not listening to that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it's too much. Exactly. I had it. A lot of the tracks on Rooster, they're quite. They're not that long though. There's a lot of yeah. It's know, short. Let, to yeah. disclaimer, it's hardly a double album. It's 22 tracks, but like it's like an hour and two minutes. So it would mm. technically have to be on two vinyl discs if mm. it was, you know, um, if you wanted the good quality. But um, it's pretty short. It's Exile on Main Street's like an hour and eight minutes. Uh, London Calling's a, a double album. And it's like a, a, an hour and six minutes. But I couldn't find on the Wikipedia any shorter double album than that. Mm. But technically, it's a double album. But it's a short yeah. one. Yeah, yeah. I was just going to say, like the Clash. You know, they brought out Sandinista, and mm. every track was super long on it because there's all dubbed versions. You know, it's like a triple album. Also. Triple album, yeah. yeah. And um, you, are you? I was just going to say, I you love know. That album. Sandinista. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see. London, Cla London Calling's one of my favourite albums of all time, as I've always talked to Stu. We played it last night. I was playing with, do you know the Eastern? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We're playing it, um, you know, we had, uh, it was Brendan Gregg and then Al Park and then the Eastern. And, um, but I was embarrassed that when Adam pulled out London Calling, I'd never actually played it and I didn't know the chords, so I just pretended to play guitar the whole time. So as much as I loved that song and that album, I actually was on stage miming because I couldn't Yeah, the fact that I didn't know it. <laughs> it's a great album, great album. But I was going to say, people went, oh, you shouldn't put out a triple album after that. Well, they just did what they like, right? Yeah. So just do what you like, man. Exactly, mm. it may as well. It's your mm. album, right? That's right. Mm. You know? And um, I was just going to say, it is, you know, people listening to Minor Threat albums would go, oh, well, that was a quick 15 minutes, both sides, <laughs> you know, and everything played double quick, double speed, right? Yeah, exactly. It's just how it, it's just what serves the music, and you don't, yeah, if you, you have like a punk album, you don't want it to be more than 25 minutes anyway. Yeah. So I was going to say, with, with Rooster then, and um, produce, I mean, that's quite an investment in your time, right? Out of, out of your life to get in the studio, yeah. to get 22 tracks down, right? That, that's quite a... Yeah, a, a body of work. Actually, it's only the, the, we were only there for f four, five days at the most. Five days, yeah, five days. But the whole thing is like it's just what we spend most of our time doing, walking, working towards these things. So it kind of just feels, yeah, it's definitely an investment, but it doesn't feel like a, like work or it doesn't feel like um laborious or anything, you know. Right. Okay. I was going to ask you then because you got your. Guitar. I know you put your harmonica just in. Yeah. You want to? Uh, Something seems to be happening. I was going to say. I was going to say. Do you want to run through a track? Yeah. Sam's looking at me like, well, "What are we doing?" You don't know. Well, should we play a song from Rooster? Maybe. Definitely. Yeah. Let's. Mm. Let's. Let, what one are you going to play? You got one. Yeah. Let's do cold, cold wind. Maybe. That'll be a little 
strange little skip into the past because I don't think I've played this in a long time. Have you ever played it? Yeah, not gonna make it easy on you, Sam. <laughs> Play something obscure. So this is Cold Cold Wind, yeah. did you say? This right. Okay. And um, we are talking to Adam Attaway Hadaway and the Haunters and you are on Expanding Horizons on Plains FM. From a cold, cold wind You slipped inside With the water in And the brutal rain You hit here in the window frame Don't wanna teach you How to live Don't it show you How to forgive Now I'm living like she's already gone Now I'm living like she's already I just can't sleep Cause I ain't the same Now I'm living like she's already gone Now I'm living like she's already gone Well, I'm not living Now I'm living Expanding Horizons, offering an eclectic mix for the discerning <coughs> listener. Yes, that was Adam Hadaway and the Hoarders with Cold Cold Wind from their double album Rooster. It was cool. <coughs> it was great, wasn't it? Yeah, it was cool. It was a nice, cool. like, nice vibey. And Sam said he didn't know it. Yeah, you seem to do all right. Or <laughs> well, you're just playing some other song. You're just playing something else that you liked. Joined the band last week. <laughs> but you joined the band because I heard you driving around blasting Rooster, and I was like, actually, that's, be- that's better than the usual people. <laughs> <laughs> so I was going to ask you, because right at the top of the show, um, Adam, you said that you've been doing a whole load of, like, quantity of gigs, right? Yeah. So have you found it recently, you know, um, that there's been lots more. I mean, I know spring and summer is is always the kind of gig going season, isn't it? And it's getting busy. But I just I'm just saying with the change of, you know, um, from orange to green and all this kind of thing. If you, yeah. has it been escalating for you? Suddenly there's a whole load of work coming in. Yeah. Um. The, there's yeah, it's been a strange time because I used to have like bar gigs all the time. Just. That's how I'd make money, you know, five and a six gigs a week in summertime. So that was, you know, that was like a full-time thing. And, and um, that's just, you know, most bars haven't been hiring musicians. And now that we're, we're out of the uh, woods, it's people... That are, but the thing is, I don't, at the same time that there's more bar gigs, I've actually got other kinds of work and working on show, different shows and touring and other, other projects. So, mm. 
There's a, there was a musical earlier this year, to, to, sort of a musical director role, and doing like um, working on a, just this Van Morrison tribute show, and now I'm doing a Tom Petty tribute show. So it's like, wow. Those kinds of things are actually quite interesting. It's probably it's probably better now doing those kinds of things and and working towards bigger things, like you know, bigger scale shows a little a little bit than bar gigs all the time. It's kind of nice to mix it up. Tom Petty show. I get that with me. I have a good authority. That the Van Morrison shows were good, so good that um, one guy I know went both nights. Was oh. it two, I think it was two nights, wasn't it? Yeah, that, yeah. yeah, that guy always keeps turning up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> showing. He is a fan, not only of you, but of Van Morrison. So. Oh, yeah, yeah, just like hard out. And, yeah. and the Tom Petty one, does that happen or is that? That's in the end of October. Is it? That's yeah. great. Where's that going to be? Things at the Theatre Royal. Okay. And then there's a show in Wellington and a show in Auckland for that one as well. So I'm not organising them, I'm just singing some songs. And uh, what, are you, what are you covering? covering? I'm, doing, I can, oh, I'm doing about seven or eight songs. I'm doing right. one, I think I'm getting to do American Girl and cool. Here Comes My Girl. So I was going to say, who's doing American Girl? Because I like <laughs> yeah. super love that song. I like demanded that one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's great. And because yeah. uh, have, have you got a, tw- do you play it on a 12 string? Did he play that on a 12 string? I, I, I got a list today of what guitars they want me to play on what songs, and I can't remember what I'm going to be playing. But yeah, there's a lot of 12 string and Rickenbacker and stuff. No, like I was going to say. He loved a Rickenbacker, didn't he? Yeah. It's on Petty. Oh, that'll be good. So that's keeping you busy, is it? Your own stuff and other people's stuff. Yeah, just basically back to full time music, but it's a little bit different now and mixing it up, and so that's quite nice. I was just going to mm. say, is that like a, a pleasant change? Yeah, totally, totally. It's nice to think that. After years, I'm not just doing the exact same thing all the time. Mm. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's right. And so, in amongst all this gigging, gigging, gigging that you're doing all over the country, have you got? Are you writing in the background or? Yeah, um, I've had. I've been a little bit busy lately with some tours and stuff, so I haven't had the time to sit down and write um, just for the last couple of months. But I always just have ideas kind of bubbling away. I was just going to say, you know, like when you're talking about, you know, the Van Morrison and you're, and you're doing the Tom Petty, when you play that so often, do you suddenly go, oh, I'm writing something that sounds very similar to their kind uh, of style, or do you... I think the Van influence couldn't be more prominent whether I'm working on a show or not. Yeah, right. <laughs> like I can't even, can't suppress that one. Yeah. Tom Petty, mate, mate, actually... No, yeah, there is... You, you probably... You, I think whatever you're doing is going to have some kind of influence consciously or subconsciously and I think there has been a little Tom Petty thing so yeah right. <laughs> going on in some songs that have popped up in my mind yeah did you see uh, just out of interest did you see Tom Petty ever or um, Van Morrison when... I've seen Van um, we were in the state so I wanted to actually my my mum and I wanted to plan a trip when I was like 20 around going to see Van Morrison because we're such freak fans and I know that Uncle Mike has wanted to do the same mm. um, and we tried to plan a trip around her. he only goes to the States in Europe and he never was, he wasn't booking a show long enough in advance far enough in advance no. and then we just went to the States saw some family and stuff and then it turned out Van was playing where we were Wow. Like, wow! So it was so mm. crazy, and then it was like we pretty much didn't believe it, even though it was happening. And we saw a man who's real good. And then um, actually on the same trip, Tom Petty was playing at the same <laughs> venue. So it's a funny little coincidence. But it was like a a bit of, like we got good seats for then, but Tom Petty's we would have been way back. And I really don't like going to big shows. I don't like stadium arena shows. It's like. I'd, I don't want to spend two hundred dollars just to see Tom Petty on a screen. Mm-hmm. I would rather just put on a DVD and or whatever they have now. And, <laughs> and um, so, like I would 
try to spend more money if I had it to go up and be, have a close seat. But, like, what's the point? And so then when he died, I was always like, oh, man, I really wish I saw Tom Petty. But I don't regret not going to that show because I still would have just seen the screen. I would have been right away at the back and it just mm. wouldn't have been good. Yeah, How about yeah. you? Yeah, I saw him in 86 when he supported Bob Dylan. Of course you did. Did I come here? Were you no. here? Were you no, that was in Brisbane. I saw him oh, at, at Lang Park. How was that? Well, he was so much better than Bob Dylan. <laughs> Bob Dylan was, was like super rubbish, right? <clears throat> Yes, Tom Petty was at the top of his game and Bob was at the bottom of it. Yeah. I just remember Tom Petty came, like, they, they did a whole set. It was great. Bob Dylan came on, they did some stuff together. Yeah. Tom Petty left, Bob Dylan kept going, then Tom Petty came on at the end. Yeah. Yeah, it was great. Oh, right. man. And I, well, I asked, because I love American Girl and did American mm. Girl. I did the waiting, did all the kind of stuff oh, that you want to hear. Yeah. But that was Lang Park before it was Suncorp Stadium. Suncorp, yeah. So, um, yeah, I was sitting here, they were over on the left. It was great. I really enjoyed it. So um, I, I was like a fan of Tom Petty. I liked him. Well, when he was at, when I was at high school, I remember the waiting coming out and going, "Oh, that's such a good song, right?" Yeah, it's so awesome. Hey, um, before we reminisce about other bands, <laughs> we should maybe <laughs> maybe play something else from you guys, right? Yeah. Do you, well, do you want to hear a Tom Petty song? Let's that's do. I've been just want to kind of learn this week. Okay, yep. Just Sam, do you know this, or are you just going to strum along something else you know yourself? Leave him to it. Join in if you feel like it. Join in, join in if you know it, right? Right, so um, we're talking to Adam Hathaway and the Haunters and we're about to hear which Tom Petty track are you playing, Adam? I'm going to have a go. I'm going to have a crack at Wildflowers. Right, and um, so we've been talking about Adam's involved in a Tom Petty show and here is his version of Wildflowers and you were on Expanding Horizons on Plains FM. You belong among the wildflowers you belong on a boat out at sea Far away from your trouble and worry You belong somewhere you feel free Run away, find your lover Run away, somewhere bright and new I have seen no other who compares with you. You belong among the wildflowers. You belong on a boat out at sea. You belong with your love on your own. You belong. Somewhere you feel free Trouble and worry 
You belong somewhere You feel free You belong somewhere You feel free Expanding Horizons, Plains FM 96.9. Yep, we do it live. That was Adam Hathaway and the Haunters with Wildflowers. It was great, huh? Yeah, it was great. It strikes me, Adam, I don't know if we talked about this last time, but you seem to have such a brain for songs and retaining lyrics and. Yeah, and those lyrics are. Encyclopedic. Yeah. Yeah. It's just born that way. (laughs) (laughs) It must be. Because you said you just learned that song this week. Yeah, and that one's really hard because mm. the lyrics are all like the same but different. There's like subtle differences. Verse one, three, and five have two of the same lines each time, and one yeah. of them has one of the different one one time. And they're all that, that's the hardest kind of lyrics when there's no story and it's just quite like repetitive but subtle changes. Mm. That's quite hard. But yeah. I don't know. That's probably the thing I'm best at remembering lyrics. Yeah, because I was having hard enough trying time uh, remembering the name of the song. <laughs> <laughs> Wildfire. Yeah. And I was going to say, when, you, when you're playing someone else's body of work, right, mm. as well, you want to be faithful to them in a way, but not yeah. have to, you know, be a clone of them, I'm guessing. Mm. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Yep, you want to, um, you don't want it to sound like um, three-piece covers band at the Richmond Working Men's Club. You want it to be <laughs> a homage, but, like, to have some, to have some real authenticity mm. yeah, yeah. in the way that you, it'll, you know. yourself. I'm, I'm guessing you're going to get a whole load of people turning up going, oh, this is my favourite. Oh, they didn't do a good job or, you know, you know what I'm saying? I mean, you wouldn't, like, turn American Girl into a waltz or, or something. No, yeah. <laughs> no. But you'd want it to sound like whoever's singing it, singing it, not just like a Tom Petty um, yeah. mm. impression. Impressionist. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, that's right. But yeah, then at the same time, you can't help but have the similar kind of inflections or tone, I think, mm. which is kind of, it's okay. Because when I was thinking, you know, you, you were doing this one, I was thinking as well, when when you get to choose, you know, what songs you're playing in a set, right? And um, when it's someone else's work, you'll have your own, your own personal um, ones that you like, right? Because yeah. you like playing them, and they might not be the popular ones, but you like playing mm. them. But then I was thinking as well, like when you're talking about Rooster and you've got 22 tracks, and, and you go along and people go, oh, hope he's playing this one. Because oh. there's nothing worse than walking out and going, they didn't play that one. That's, yeah. Why didn't they play that one? That's the best one on the album. I mean, it's just like my dad who's probably going to say that. <laughs> no one else knows what's going on. But, um, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like going, you know, when, when, when a band doesn't play their big hit mm. single and everyone's going, what? What do you mean it's over and they didn't play that? Well, that's the best thing about having no hits or having, <laughs> and having nothing um, even remotely popular. We just get to do what we want and no one complains. Do what you like. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I saw it. I saw it. Dad. <laughs> And mum, they're not, yeah, hope they're not listening. <laughs> yeah. I saw Adam. I told them to listen. Oh, that's good. I hope they are. <laughs> Shout out to them too. Yeah. Uh, we've talked about this before, Cole, but I saw Adam Hathaway in the Haunters last year at Blue Smoke. Oh, yeah. It's a great live show. And they played plenty of hits. Everyone was a hit. Every, everyone was a hit, yeah. Adam was great too. Is yeah. that the one where I did the Gina T-shirt? Yeah, that's the one where you did the Gina T-shirt. Oh, yeah. Which she was blown away at. 
<laughs> well, she said that, but then it turns out she told me like a year later that she didn't actually see it. She was in the bathroom. Uh, and someone <laughs> told her what happened and told her that oh, she had wow. to pretend that she was amazing. Uh, uh, that's funny. I was just going to say, you know, in the movie yesterday when he's playing, have you seen yesterday? No, I haven't. All oh, right. You know. And he comes downstairs and he's playing um, Let It Be on the piano and these folks are going, yeah, yeah. And he gets interrupted and like, and then... You know, he plays it four times and they go, no, you've already gone through that bit. And he's going, you're the first person. And then they go to the gig and they go, why don't you play Let It Be? We really like that. Like, that's the, our favourite, you know. I was just thinking, you know, when you go and your mum and dad go, why don't you play that one? That's a really great one, you know. And um, maybe, I don't know. Well, I think Adam's got a huge catalogue. So you yeah. can't, can't play everything. No, that's right. Mm. And I'm not going to say some, some songs, I guess, um, are better on stage than other songs, right? Yeah. You know, when you want, you yeah, don't want the crowd. Definitely. You might like a slow one, but it might be that point where you're trying to kind of boost the crowd and get them involved, right? Yeah, because we've got an album coming out in November, um, right? And it's on November the fourth, and um, oh yeah, I'm supposed to say this: you can pre-order it now. Um, <laughs> yeah, you better do the advertising bit, yeah, otherwise Gina exactly. will send me an email next yes. week going, "Why didn't you talk about it?" And as if it was something, yeah, in my control. Yes, I'll I'll, I'll say all those things. That yesterday. I hope I get this right. Our single magician came out. The tour was announced, uh, but we haven't said what support acts are playing yet. And I don't think we're meant to Big say secret. that. Mm. When we're not, we are not having support. I don't know something. And uh, <laughs> and then um, yeah, you know, you go on go on the internet, go on I don't know all those websites, and you'll find out that where the tour, where the venues, what venues we're playing at, um, and in in certain towns and stuff. And uh, but yeah, you can you can actually order the album now, and then it'll come pretty much straight away when when it's released. So how good is that? We're gonna, What's the name of the album, Adam? Bug Eyes. Bug Eyes. Uh, uh, single album, and double album? <laughs> um, this is just a, a puny single this time. No, just but a puny single. But it's um, bit, better quality songwriting this time, so that's what you get. <laughs> right. <laughs> you get less, but it's more, really. Yeah. Um, and uh, so we didn't, we've got vinyl for that. Um, oh, nice. And you pre-order it now. And we've got special little deals where um, if you want to come to the show and buy an album, ooh, well, you get a discount on in some way or another. So you can go mm. on the, our websites and find that So what is what package. is what is the actual website? Or do they just um, kind of Google the band's name? Yeah, that, that would help. If you go on Instagram or Facebook, they're the main social media ones. And then that'll... Oh, Bandcamp. You can go on Bandcamp. I think that's pretty much it. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and of course, um, the album will be on Spotify. I'm guessing you better buy, oh, yeah. buy the whole album. Yeah, yeah. It's to just buy. doesn't come with the artwork, though, right? No. Just a, yeah, and, and the artwork was done by me and Gina and Thomas and Elmore, and we we painted it ourselves. I won't. I, it's um, it's. I won't say too much about it because I don't. Oh um, no, I think th- I think there's photos of it online. I think you can see it if you pre-order what the cover looks like. I think, but um, there's 70 bats on it, and they've all got great names like um, Robin Judd Bat and <laughs> <laughs> Boaz, like from the Bible, Boaz, and um, it's your middle name, my middle name, yeah, Boaz. Bo- oh yeah, yeah, and what's my middle name? <laughs> <laughs> Boaz and um, Hezekiah Bat and um. Alaya Kumbat, stuff like that. So, pretty awesome. And have you, have you got any new merch coming out um, as well? Yeah, there'll be. <coughs> oh, yeah, we've got all the things to try to. Um, Lure people's money out of their pockets. Yeah, yeah, yeah and try to keep ourselves afloat. So so t shirts and Yeah, that gig I went to, a lot of people were buying t shirts. Oh, really? We've got mm. tote bags. Mm. Tote bags. Tote bags. Yeah, nice one. That's good. It's Socks, like going to. Um, French workwear. 
Socks. Not really. No, no, no. no. Socks, though, yes. Oh, definitely socks. Yeah. Definitely socks, right? Cowboy hats. We should do cowboy hats, but then they'll be quite expensive to make. Mm. Oh, no, you can... No, I'm sure there's some um, sweatshop in Vietnam where they can pump <laughs> out a whole load of cheap hats for you. <laughs> you know? If we stick in the, stick in the um, image on the front going, what is this about? <laughs> this is an ethical band, Colin. Oh, right, sorry. <laughs> it's not ethical. I mean, it's, it's ethical, <laughs> but it's not. Um, hey, hey. I don't know. good. It's not good. I was just going to say, Junior, if you're listening, don't worry. We'll clean up. <laughs> Stu will clean up this whole show, and um, it will be full of all the promotion that you requested mm. of Adam. We'll sort that out at a later we'll, date. We'll, right. We will. Right, right. Um, Fix it up. I was just going to say, Adam, yep. you might want to sing another song before we all get in a whole load of trouble. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and, uh, sure. Talking about ethics, or sing an ethical song. Um, have you got one from the new? Are you allowed to play one from yeah. the new album? Right. Well, how about um? How about this? He's having a think here, folks. Still get weird all over. <laughs> Sam, do you know this one, or are you just going to play some other song in the background? That'd be good. You guys could do the backing vocals. All right. So, anyway, we're talking to Adam Hathaway and the Haunters, and uh, the new track. Sorry, from, carry the, on. from the new album, Bug Eyes. Mm. Right, and we'll see. Right, and you're expanding horizons on Blades FM. I've been stuck at thinking What a life Mystified I'm feeling weird all over Burning head and a cold shoulder Feeling weird And I don't know what to do Say glad you <laughs> glad you spent the extra time writing those lyrics. <laughs> Didn't do the cheapened version. No, that was really good. That was good. It was a lot of fun, wasn't it? And that's from the new album. Yeah, from Bug Eye. Bug Eye. Right? Yeah. Bug Eye. Bug Eyes. Bug Eyes. Bug Eyes. Sam, I'm impressed that um, you've only recently joined the band and suddenly you you're either playing something that mixes in nicely or you're actually playing the song. But I'm impressed with that, so that's great. In, in, go on. You're going to say something or. 
No, you don't want to say anything about that. <laughs> you, you, you can choose a microphone. Choose a microphone yeah. and get involved. Hi. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was that was like that got your toe tapping, didn't it, Stu? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got you up dancing, got your dancing shoes on. Mm. Yeah, that was yeah. a, that was a lot of fun. Yeah. So people um, in November, huh? In November, yep. they can get onto the website, whatever website that is, for Adam Hathaway and the Haunters, and buy. You can pre-order now, right? And that will, yeah, that's that will, right. Yes, you can. That will keep you going until the album is out there. So get a vinyl version, get a download version, maybe a CD. I don't know. The vinyl's not as expensive as other uh, vinyl records. Right. Okay. But it's still expensive. <laughs> well, it's just expensive to make them, isn't it? Exactly, mm. right. Yeah, no. So we barely, we can't hardly profit on that at all. But, yep. um, we, we, but we still made them. Because people like them, right? Yeah. People like holding them. You know people. Mm. Um, where did you have to, um, so where where in the country is, is um, making vinyl albums? Or do you have to do it from overseas? Um, I believe, do you know? Uh, Australia. You can, get them done in, you can get them done in Auckland. Right. At Holiday Records. Yeah. They're pretty good. Otherwise, it's Australia. Is it depend upon the size of the run to where you would get them from, or? Uh, yes. Yeah. So if you want a big run, maybe Australia is that correct? Yeah. 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 Right. And there's and also there's big waiting time. So is there? Yeah. Someone told me many years ago that um, someone they knew or something worked at a um, you know recording studio. They were they were telling them how they were just dumping the um, vinyl presses into the ocean because mm-hmm. they didn't think they'd ever need them again. Because they had these amazing new computers that were going to replace all the old gear. Yeah, that's yeah. right, yeah. yeah. And people liked CDs, right? Yeah. And then they liked all their stuff on the USB or whatever it was, you know? <laughs> and suddenly people went, well, that's a bit naff, really, <laughs> like a vinyl. What do you mean there's nothing machines that can make it, mm. you know? And I guess the whole um, ethical nature of them being made of petroleum-based products. Although I understand some countries overseas now make green versions. Yeah. Um, Made of celery or something, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can eat them afterwards as well. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> <right>. <laughs> The ones printed with a donut on them are donut flavoured. Mm. <laughs> what, yeah. fla- what flavour is your vinyl, Adam? Um, licorice. Um, but also, there's no hole. You have to poke your own hole in the middle. Otherwise, yeah. the thing would teeter like crazy on this. <laughs> it come, so it comes with a little like, stick for poking the hole. Budget. I was just going to say, I suggest no one lick the album. <laughs> especially if you've eaten chips or something, because it'll just get in the grooves. Especially if it's a, a second-hand one from an op shop. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> You're like, what, are they, what did they have on their fingers, the people mm, who last held this? Memories, um, Any... Previously owned copies. <laughs> yeah. Don't lick that. Don't lick that. Uh, I was just going to say, things have gone sideways. Bit, yeah. I think we need another song. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you got another song off this new album? Yeah. Or old. Or old album, I don't mind. Yeah. Or someone else's album. Panic Attack by Adam Hathaway and the Haunters. And you're on Expanding Horizons on Plains FM 96.9. Seen you outside with your mystery man It's so nice to see you again What you doing with that mystery man Everybody says you won't get far But I always liked you how you were You found that 
mystery man Going far away without you Standing on a different shore I don't want any more panic attacks of a friend always had this losing hand going far away without you standing on a different shore don't want any more panic attacks Yes, we did the show live every Saturday between 3 and 4 and it's repeated after dark uh, on a Thursday night between 9 and 10. I think I'd know that by now, Carl. You would do. Yep. So it'd be great listening on Thursday as well. I was just going to say, it'd be great. Yeah, some, yep. some tracks will get your toe tapping on yeah, a Thursday yeah, yeah. evening, mm. you know, after you've had a bit of a hard week at work. Mm, absolutely. Well, we've had a day off on Monday, <laughs> but anyway, the Tuesday and Wednesday were quite atrocious. But, uh, yeah, and we, and that was another track off of the new Adam Hathaway. Mm, Panic Attack. Album. Panic Attack, right? Bug Eyes, out November. Yeah. And I'm, I'm guessing, although I haven't think you talked about it, there's a tour backing this up, right? Yeah, so um, it's all through November and, um, yeah, part of December. And where you said earlier, you have to go to the website. Where are we going? We're going Christchurch. We're going over to Le Bon's Bay for a bit of fun. Right. Auckland. Lee, um, oh, um, Ofa, Invercargill, Oamaru, um, and we're going up to Golden Bay actually mid-October. We're going to Melbourne, we're going to do some shows cool. in Melbourne. So oh yeah. It's a big, it's a big old tour, big Fox tour. Do you do a, um, do you do a, a few shows in Australia? Yeah, we're only really doing the Melbourne area, but it's like five shows. Some oh in wow. Town, some in town. 
never, we never played over there, so we're just sort of seeing how it's mm. testing the waters. Melbourne's quite the musical cultural hub, yeah. I imagine. Yeah, yeah, we've got um, um, some mates in a band called Sin City who have been playing heaps over there, and it looks like a great time. And that band's really worth checking out. They're just awesome, like 70s inspired, soulful rock and roll. Yeah, right. Sin City. Sin City. So it's a, um, a bit of an undertaking, isn't it, to get all of your gear and personnel and everything over to Melbourne? Mm. Um, I, yeah, probably, yeah, I'm, I guess so. I don't, I have no idea what the plan is. No, right, it's learn as you go. I got a text from some crazy made-up name called, like, Simon, like, I don't even know what it was, but he was like, I've, I've, all, I've got all the backline you need over here in Melbourne. I was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> We're just going to trust you on that one. Yeah. Yeah, trust you on that one. Mm. So, well, yeah. should, should we get another song? Yes, let's get another song. Have you got another one? You don't. Oh, man. I'm, you don't have to. No, no, here's another one. We've got a short here's, one. Here's an unreleased one for you. Oh, oh yeah. We're getting all the specials. You're today. hearing Pretty it first. Yeah. Tom's had a sharp intake of breath there. <laughs> All right, so Adam, how do I end the horns? Is with the unreleased track. Let's do morning fog. I think that'd be good buzz. Eh? Morning fog. All right. Good buzz for the last end of the show. Mm. All right, here we go.
Expanding Horizons on Plains FM 96.9. Broke a string if you want yeah. what that <laughs> coffin he was. Big bang. Yeah, but, but like a pro, you carried on. Yeah, that's right. That was out morning tune, fog. Out of tune, pro. <laughs> yeah, that was cool. People people get the vibe for it, man. Yeah. That's rock and roll, right? Yeah, that's, that's right. right. Yeah, that was unre- <laughs> that's an unreleased track. <laughs> unreleased track, yeah. So You heard it here. I got my Anthea Demilo sunglasses on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Cool. Right. Well, hey, um, thanks very much, you guys, for coming in. It's well, been awesome talking yeah, to you. It's been, a, pleasure. it's been a whole load of fun. Yeah. And uh, so I was just going to say, whatever you do, don't don't try and book in with Stu for the next time you're on the show. <laughs> just contact me, right? Because you get it done within weeks, where Stu is like months. I have to like yeah. play squash with him like five times, tennis three times. Yeah. Send reminders. Ask Gina. Yeah. yeah that's right. Well, your your uncle Mike is asking about having a game of squash. So there we go. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm in. And um, so yeah, Tom yeah. and Sam, well, Tom, you organised to uh, play uh, squash with Stu as well, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah definitely. He, he sounds too good. Tonight. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, right now, yeah. Right, 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 right now. now. <laughs> anyway, thanks thanks to Adam Hadaway and the Haunters for coming on mm-hmm. and um, filling our Saturday afternoon with some fun and wonderful music as well. Yeah. And look out on the website for the new album Bug Eyes coming out mm. and also the tour that's coming up in October, November, if that's correct. Yeah, and um, I mean... <laughs> And last last week, um, last week Sue's Music Nation featured Adam as well. That's right, top, so, of, the, top of the show, top of the show. show yeah. yeah, so you got uh, lots of fans here on Plains FM. And I'm just going to say, um, no sign of the Firebird tonight either. <laughs> yeah, because of the rugby. And um, it's probably time then, Stuart. Yeah, that, that we, we got up, got down, and got outside. And, and we'll, we'll see you all later. See you next week.